once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you. Episode number 62 of And Now the Good News. Our chance to take a look at some of the good news stories that have made their way into my life that remind me we really are creating a world that works better for everyone. Today, I want to start out in Tennessee with some high school students, Ben Beard and then his buddy Ty Anderson. Uh, We're busy making college plans, trying to finish up school, and realized that there was a real big need for masks in their area there in Nashville. And uh, they also realized that they wanted to do something that was more about helping their community than just looking good on their college applications. So they ended up finding and bumping into an organization called Mask Now Tennessee. Uh, Together, the boys uh, rallied their school and sent out a bunch of online flyers, got their friends to start doing that, and started an online drive. They raised enough money to to come up with 10,000 masks and uh, and got them out into the public through the help of Mask Now Tennessee. So great story. Good work, guys. Uh, I think that'll go a long way to get you into the right school. I'm sure of it. And you know, there's all kinds of things we do throughout life, whether it's about getting into school or just putting a smile on somebody's face or making somebody feel good. This next story reminds me of that. A young boy, uh, Carver, and his grandmother, Sasha, were putting together supplies and they were going to send them to the California firefighters and wanted to make sure that they, you know, those guys had some, some supplies and some support. Well, uh, Carver, on their shopping trip, spotted a plush Baby Yoda and decided Baby Yoda needed to go on the trip as well. And so they picked up the Baby Yoda, sent it off to the firefighters. Well, the whole idea takes off. And whether Carver realized uh, how important this would be or not, we're not sure. But uh, Baby Yoda now has a Facebook page. As of the recording of this episode, I think they just made it into Colorado. And Baby Yoda has got all kinds of pictures. He's been floating around at different fires and, and, and warming the hearts of firefighters across the country, across the West, at least. So uh, congratulations, Carver. Good work. I, I think you've got a, a lot ahead of you in the emotional intelligence world, helping people feel good. So uh, again, good work, Carver. Now, longtime listeners to this program know that before COVID hit, we did a lot of stories about the future of energy and uh, agriculture, wildlife, all kinds of great stories happening in the world. And this one showed up this week, the world first commercial grade hydrogen fuel cell powered flight has occurred. Yes, that's a mouthful. Uh, the company is called Zero Avia, and this happened over in England. They are partially funded by the uh, English government, the UK government. 
It's a six-seat Piper airplane, and it flew to over a thousand feet on a hydrogen-powered fuel cell. Now they do have some more tests to do before this goes into can be used commercially. They've got to do a 250-mile flight uh, that they're planning to do before the end of the year, and this company they've got it going on. Uh, they are flying airplanes with zero emissions, zero emissions. Remember, we talked about this last week with cars. Take a hydrogen fuel cell, you add uh, air, oxygen, and what do you get but water? And that's exactly what's happening here. The company's based in both London and California, and they have uh, plans to control the fuel production all the way through. So uh, they will be able to really control their market as far as that's go concerned and create industrial airplanes, commercial airplanes that are going to fly as zero emissions. This is a huge step away from fossil fuels. Congratulations. This is another great, great story. And, you know, it's not just airplanes and it's not just in the United States and it's not just in the UK. It's everywhere. Uh, New Zealand and Prime Minister Arden uh, she's been really on a on a on a streak uh, all over the last few years. A few different initiatives: uh, 100 million trees a year being planted. We've talked about that on this program. Banning all future offshore oil exploration. We've talked about that on this program. Uh, I didn't see this one, but they put a cap on the use of synthetic nitrogen fertilizers. Uh, and now they're going one step further. The Labor Party there has pledged that if they win the upcoming election, they've got a plan to take the country 100% renewable energy by 2030. Now, the, pre, the current target is to phase out uh, all non-renewables by 2035. Again, the Labor Party says they can do it by 2030, and they've got the plan, and they've got it all put together on how they can do this. So we're going to see if this happens. Uh, obviously, just like America, New Zealand is swayed by the uh, the political powers that are in power at the time. So uh, let's see if they can keep their environmental uh, streak happening. Good work down there in New Zealand. Might be one of the hot spots to move to if America gets a little too weird. All right. Uh, another great story here. The city of Berlin. I thought this was really easy uh, and neat. They're, what they want to do is they want to get away from the throwaway culture, single-use culture. And, you know, realistically, there's a lot of things out there, electronics and larger items, furniture items, most especially, that can be reused, but people often won't. And so what they're doing is they've created a secondhand store. It's in the middle of one of uh, their largest department stores, takes up a section of the third floor of the department store. And they actually refurbish things. So electronics come with a one-year uh, service uh, contract that uh, and, and service guarantee. Uh, things get refurbished. It, it not just a, oh, buy it as it is kind of thrift store. They clean the, the furniture. They get everything, making sure it's all looking nice, organized, and then, uh, and then able to make some money. I think this is a great idea. I think this is a great idea, and it's all run by the city of Berlin. Check out the story. I'll make sure I leave the links here in the show notes. I get most of my stories over at thegoodnewsnetwork.org. 
And this next story is no different. This one uh, also comes out of the UK. A company, uh, a gentleman who owns the company, David Stevens, it was a, uh, an insurance company. And over the years, he amassed a fairly good-sized fortune. Uh, originally, when he opened the company, they started and quickly grew to about 50, 55 people. Uh, they now have a staff of over 7,500 people. Uh, that's just in Wales alone. There's another 3,000 spread out across the country. And he's giving away his fortune as he retires. All full-time employees will get £1,000 sterling. That's about $1,270 U.S. right now. Part-timers will receive £500. That's about 635 in the U.S. And he's, he's not the only one. <laughs> um, so David is, uh, is, is doing a great thing. And he said to the BBC, uh, thank you to all the Admiral staff in this way. It is the right thing to do. We're proud and fortunate to have worked with such a special group of people. And so as he retired, he gave away uh, most of his money, $12.7 million in uh, American, $10 million in, uh, in pounds, in British pounds. There's a little video here on the, on the link. Again, I'll make sure you have that link so you can check that out. And when I said he's not the only one, uh, it reminded me of a story I'd heard quite a long time ago. And when you know it popped up again this past week, Chuck Feeney uh, made a whole ton of money in the duty-free business. And uh, over, he made over $8 billion in his, year, in his life. Well, back in 1982, he started a a quiet philanthropic foundation gave a lot of started giving a lot of money away and didn't tell anybody who was doing it or who he was. Uh, eventually, people started to find out, and yes, he came out and used that as a, a way to help promote that. Well, all in all, that foundation ran out of money last week, and it ran out of money after giving away literally. $3.7 billion to just higher education institutes. $13 billion in total. Over $870 million to different human rights groups. $1.9 billion for projects in Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. A billion dollars to Cornell University. What a great way. And, and he's really part of this, uh, the movement to uh, give while you're living. Give while you're living. Encouraging other uber wealthy and super wealthy people to give away their fortunes. After 38 years of these donations, sorry, it was $8 billion over the course of his lifetime, over and in all that, he's given it all away. I love stories like this because it shows that we don't necessarily need the money. And the more we give, the more we receive. There's actually a, an hour-long, uh, I didn't know this until today either, though. There's actually an hour-long documentary on his life. It's on YouTube. I'll make sure I see, leave a link for that as well. All right, a couple more quick stories before we go today. Number one, transparent solar panels and quantum dots are helping skyscrapers to power themselves. Now, we've talked about this on this program before as well. Um, this is a new story. A team from the University of Michigan uh, really put in most of the research here. The U.S. Department of Energy is involved as well. And they're breaking the scientific records for conversion efficiency 
at 8.1% and transparency at 43%. So they're building a carbon-based solar cell. It inserts into the window glass. The glass ends up acting sort of like a, a, a crystal and the electric is collected by the frame of the window. He's, and uh, this, th there's just so many different things going on uh, for, uh, in the way that we're reimagining how we build large buildings and how they can power themselves. These uh, quantum dots, so these are two different projects actually. One is uh, putting these transparent organic solar cells into the window glass and then another is the quantum dots in which uh, they're projecting the energy back out to the frame of the window and then putting all these window frames in, in line really really interesting and cool stuff happening here all right last story of the week uh, for those that are, are concerned it's almost Halloween and what's going? How are we going to trick or treat with social distancing? Well, a man built and had an idea. Uh, he's definitely a diehard Halloween uh, person. You know, he, he he's just he's out there. Andrew Beatty. I don't want to say he's crazy, right? It's just Andrew Beatty. He likes his Halloween. Congratulations, sir. You do a great job. And he built he and his uh, child. They built a chute to deliver candy. It's all made out of recycled materials or, or throwaway materials. You know, took a, a long construction uh, chute, a long cardboard chute, and is planning to deliver ice, uh, deliver candy down the chute to the kids on Halloween. I, I think I want to create one myself. I love the idea. I'm not always a huge fan of Halloween, but I don't really want to see the kids go without their candy. Plans on delivering factory-sealed candy and uh, is going to wear a mask outside and do everything he can. It's six-foot shoot, six-foot distance. We should be safe. There's also a video here that uh, good uh, one of the uh, Good Morning America shows did a spot, did an, a short spot on some other ideas on how to do this same thing. So I'll make sure you see it there. Hey, no matter what it is, folks, what I know is I know there's good in the world and I know that we're each capable of bringing more of that good together and that's what this program is all about sharing those good news stories so if you hear of a good news story you'd like us to cover by all means send us an email info at ntmedia.org and we'll get your sh your story focused on our program here and in the meantime I'm going to let you get back to your week I'm getting back to mine until next time go out there and share the good news You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring. <laughs>